It's your job. A good omens potfic, written by false premise and read by literarian. Chapter 3 Aziraphale paced nervously outside the baths, his hands twisting in front and his sandals making a hard clump on the stone road with every anxious step. His eyes started around, watching the same road for signs of Crowley. He bit his lip and chided himself for arriving so early. He had known that it would just mean a tortuous wait, and indeed, he had been proven correct. But he had been helpless to resist. Aziraphale looked out to the road again, eyes scanning the crowd for that glint of red hair. A glint that, Aziraphale knew, would make his stomach flop and his heart race. Aziraphale? A familiar voice called out from behind him. Aziraphale turned quickly, startled out of his increasingly heated train of thought. He swallowed and smiled coyly. Oh, Felix, he cleared his throat. Ahem, salve. Salve, Aziraphale, Felix replied with a heartfelt grin. Are you visiting the baths today? Yes, Aziraphale said with a little nod. I will be, yes, I'm just... I'm just waiting for... for someone... Ah, Felix replied with an insightful nod. Your companion from yesterday. Crowley, was it? Aziraphale nodded and his eyes started back out to the road, immediately returning to their determined search. Felix chuckled and shook his head. <laughs> that good, was he? Aziraphale looked back with widening eyes, a delicate pink blush warming his cheeks. Aziraphale was not that quick on the uptake. He wasn't ashamed to admit it, but he understood Felix perfectly. Apparently, Crowley had been quite correct about the nature of Felix's assumptions. Aziraphale's mouth opened and closed several times before he managed to splutter out, I can't imagine what you are implying, Felix. Crowley is a friend, a very dear friend. Felix laughed again, all the harder this time. <laughs> very dear, he repeated. Oh, so it's like that, is it? I didn't realize hearts were involved. Oh, Aziraphale, you've got it bad. Aziraphale's blush deepened. A red-hot stain across his cheeks betraying his most secret feelings, and he fiddled with his toga awkwardly. Felix saw Aziraphale's discomfort, and he immediately swallowed back his laugh. I'm sorry, Aziraphale, he said. I shouldn't tease. We've all been there. Forgive me. 
he added, with his hands raised up defensively. Aziraphale sighed deeply. He forced down his discomfort with the kind of skill that comes from constant practice. He painted a smile on his face and nodded angelically. Of course, he said. Duty done, Aziraphale turned back to the road. His eyes, once again, scanned the crowd for Crowley. But Felix didn't move away. After a little while, Felix cleared his throat. <clears throat> if it is any comfort, Felix said softly, I think he feels the same way. He looks at you like you are descended from Jupiter himself. Really? Aziraphale cried out, a delighted smile bursting upon his face before he could stop it. Belatedly catching himself, he tried his best to twist his mouth into a more typical position. Really, what a ridiculous reaction, he chided himself. And to a sentiment so blasphemously expressed. Uh-huh, Felix continued with a little knowing smile. Cupid hit the mark with Crowley, that's for sure. Aziraphale sighed in relief, comforted by Felix's blasphemous opinions despite himself. Well, that's... that's good to know. He smiled genuinely. Thank you, Felix. Anytime, Felix replied, not waiting a beat before adding, And do clean up after yourselves, won't you? The number of times I've had to scrub ejaculate off the walls and the floor. He shook his head. Even one time off the ceiling, would you believe? Aziraphale grimaced, his nose scrunching up. Yes, yes, he said very definitely. Thank you, Felix. Felix nodded and walked away, stepping back into his position at the entrance. Aziraphale continued to eye the road, twisting his toga in his fingers and fondling Felix's words in his mind. At last, at long last, he spotted a familiar mess of red hair and, indeed, his stomach flopped and his heart raced. All right, Angel, Crowley drawled with a sideways grin and a wink as he approached. Aziraphale swallowed hard and his insides instantly felt like a slithering mass of snakes. Aziraphale appreciated the irony. Crowley's outfit was like the day before. A simple black tunic adorned with silver snake jewellery. Good Lord, how was he so beautiful? Aziraphale's eyes darted away shyly. Well, shall we? Aziraphale managed to splutter out. Crowley nodded, smiling widely. Salve, Crowley, Felix said with a grin. Visiting our establishment again already? 
Crowley snorted and turned to look at Aziraphale before answering. Even with the dark glasses, it was clear that Crowley's eyes were on Aziraphale for every word. Couldn't keep away, Felix. You enjoyed the baths then, I take it? Felix countered. Crowley looked back to Felix and declared dramatically, Surpassed my wildest dreams. Felix looked to Aziraphale. Well, that is a compliment, isn't it? He raised a single eyebrow. Though, truth be told, I'm not sure it is a compliment to the baths. Aziraphale blushed warmly and beamed despite himself as Crowley chuckled at his side. Thank you, Felix, Aziraphale stuttered. Felix bowed and let them both in. Have fun! Aziraphale and Crowley walked down the dark corridor in silence. Each footstep echoed and every breath seemed to come in a shaking gasp. Aziraphale worried at his lip and willed himself to hold it together. After what seemed like an age, they came to the first room. It was the room in which they were to undress, Aziraphale reminded himself, a wild and heated thought in and of itself just at the moment, and Aziraphale found himself spinning around to look at Crowley, intending to blurt out something, though what exactly he could not say. Probably something remarkably foolish. Before you say anything, Aziraphale, Crowley said with care, the flirtatious humour he'd shown conversing with Felix outside long gone. It's whatever you want, all right? No obligation. I want to reciprocate, Aziraphale replied fiercely. Crowley slipped off his dark glasses and Aziraphale's pulse quickened at the sight. Crowley's eyes were already golden all the way to the edge. Beautiful. And you can, Crowley replied. Whatever you want, Angel. That's what I mean. He paused and licked his lips. There's... there's... Nothing you can't do, he added hoarsely. He shuddered slightly. Aziraphale's eyes widened as it hit him. How? Oh, he gasped. Oh, you are nervous too. What? No, Crowley immediately countered. He frowned. Shut up. Aziraphale beamed, utterly delighted by the unexpected discovery and its quick confirmation. Crowley was nervous. Aziraphale had made Crowley nervous. I mean it, shut up, Crowley growled entirely without any real manners. Aziraphale chuckled. 
Crowley, acting on instinct, sprung forward and grabbed Aziraphale's wrists, pinning him against the wall. How? Aziraphale gasped at once, laughter long forgotten, as he was immediately hypnotized by Crowley's golden eyes. Crowley, too, seemed to forget what he was doing and why. Aziraphale's gaze fell from Crowley's eyes to his lips. He licked his own and whispered, Nothing I can't do. Nothing, Crowley choked out. They leaned in as one, lips brushing gently, ever so gently. Aziraphale whimpered and leaned closer, pressing his lips to Crowley's more firmly as he opened his mouth hungry for a taste. But his teeth hit against Crowley's with a clunk and he pulled back in shame. So right, Crowley whispered tenderly as he brushed his fingertips along Aziraphale's face comfortingly. Aziraphale felt his shame recede in the face of such tenderness. So right, Crowley whispered again as he leaned forward and pressed his lips to Aziraphale's. This time mouth met mouth with no clashing of teeth, and though it was messy and inexperienced, it was good. It was so very good. Aziraphale's mouth again opened hungrily, and Crowley's tongue darted right in. Aziraphale moaned at the breach and clutched at Crowley's lean arms, pulling him closer. Aziraphale dipped his own tongue into the warmth of Crowley's mouth and found it welcomed with a low groan. It was so much better than anything Aziraphale had ever imagined. It was so much better than any of his heated, sticky dreams. He could feel his own body quickly respond, heat pooling down below. Crowley pressed himself against Aziraphale, heated body to heated body, and Aziraphale gasped as he felt Crowley's own erection press into his thigh. Aziraphale immediately pushed forward, overcome with desire, swamped by need, rubbing his own erection into Crowley wantonly, too desperately aroused to feel ashamed of himself. Mm. Crowley moaned between breathless kisses. Angel! Oh, would you look at these two? A woman's loud and piercing voice rang through the room. Can't even wait to get their clothes off. Aziraphale and Crowley sprang apart in an instant to see two middle-aged women in the room with them. The first woman, the one with the loud and piercing voice Aziraphale quickly realized, tutted disapprovingly, but the second giggled and blushed. 
you shouldn't have stopped them, she said to her companion. The first woman rolled her eyes. Aziraphale cleared his throat, hands discreetly over the front of his robe, attempting to hide the telling bump. Salve, ladies, we were just... well... We know what you were doing. <laughs> the second woman giggled as she fastened her sandals. The first woman shook her head as she snapped her jewellery in place. And I can assure you I get quite enough of that at home. I don't need an eyeful of it when I come to the baths. The second woman giggled again. <laughs> she really does. Crowley nodded. Right. Well, <clears throat> thank you, ladies. The women nodded and left, the second woman still giggling. Crowley and Aziraphale looked at each other, eyes meeting across the room, and immediately burst into fits of laughter. <laughs> well... <laughs> Aziraphale gasped as he caught his breath. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Crowley clicked his fingers and widened his eyes meaningfully. No more interruptions. Aziraphale swallowed thickly. He licked his suddenly dry lips. What's... what's next? Crowley raised an eyebrow. We disrobe, Angel. Rub the oil in, remember? Aziraphale's eyes flicked to the pots of golden oil. Oh, oh right, of course. By the time he had turned back to Crowley, Crowley was already disrobing. Aziraphale froze at the sight. Crowley lifted his arms and slipped the black tunic off over his head in one swift movement. Then he deftly undid his loincloth and let it fall to the floor. His cock, still half-hard, bounced invitingly in front. Aziraphale swallowed hard at the sight. Oh, how he longed to touch and forced his eyes to shift away. Doing whatever you want includes looking, Crowley said, as he slipped off his jewellery, putting his belongings into one of the cubby holes. Aziraphale nodded, but he didn't turn back. Instead, he began to disrobe himself, his back to Crowley. Only when he'd Hands shaking, slipped the little cloth discreetly around himself, did Aziraphale turn back. He wasn't sure if he was relieved or disappointed by the fact that Crowley was also discreetly covered. Crowley smiled and gestured for Aziraphale to sit on the bench as he picked up the jar of oil. Aziraphale nodded and sat primly, hands clutching at the side of the bench. Crowley poured the golden liquid into one hand and rubbed his hands together, warming the oil. He knelt beside Aziraphale and, 
As he had done the other day, he began by massaging the tightness out of Aziraphale's calves. Aziraphale bit his lip and groaned. You're tight again, Crowley commented as his fingers dug into the muscle. Aziraphale nodded slowly. Hmm, Crowley murmured. Never mind. I'll soon have you sorted. He smiled a little sideways smile, and Haziraphale's heart thudded in his chest. Crowley took Aziraphale's body in the same order as he had the day before. Calves first, then the upper body, including shoulders, chest and arms, spreading oil across skin and massaging tight muscles into submission. Aziraphale could feel his own body loosen, becoming pliant and relaxed under Crowley's touch. He sighed and moaned as Crowley worked him. Eventually, Crowley returned to kneeling and poured more oil on his hands. Aziraphale bit his lip in anticipation. Crowley's hands pressed down on Aziraphale's upper thighs, carefully massaging the generous flesh, moving steadily upward, hand slipping under the cloth skirt. As it had done the day before, Aziraphale felt his own desire pool as relaxation was replaced with desire. Crowley kneaded the soft flesh of Aziraphale's inner thighs, hands brushing steadily closer to where Aziraphale's growing desire manifested in undeniable physicality. Crowley's fingers turned from tender massages into feather-light touches as he brushed against the seam between Aziraphale's thigh and his torso. Close, so close. Aziraphale, panting hard, fell forward onto Crowley's shoulders. Oh, Crowley, that's... Aziraphale's whisper turned into a gasp as Crowley's fingers brushed against his testicles. This all right, Angel? Crowley said softly, a hint of a waver in his voice. Aziraphale bit down hard on his lip and nodded, still leaning on Crowley's shoulder, breathing in the sweet scent of him with every shuddering breath. Crowley took Aziraphale's testicles in hand, cupping them gently. Aziraphale felt his desire, already burning, spike sharply at the illicit touch. He heard a wanton, shaky moan and realized with a start that it was his own voice. Crowley rolled his balls around tenderly and Aziraphale whimpered at the sweet, teasing pleasure of it. 
Crowley continued and continued gentle cupping and feather-light touches as Aziraphale whimpered and gasped. Aziraphale's erection, as yet still untouched, throbbed and strained beneath the cloth. Just when Aziraphale thought he might be reduced to begging, just when he thought the pleasure was beginning to be unbearably cruel, Crowley took Aziraphale in hand, wrapping his hand around Aziraphale's achingly hard cock. Aziraphale was reminded of the day before, of the water that felt like Crowley's hand, and now, now it was Crowley's actual hand, the hot flesh of him wrapped around his cock, stroking with a sure rhythm, finger-brushing over the head just so. Aziraphale nuzzled into Crowley's shoulder, kissing and then, seized by some mad instinct, biting the perfect constellation of freckles there. Crowley made a choked-out noise that burned through Aziraphale and picked up speed. Each stroke was maddening. Crowley gripped him firmly, but his hands were oiled and slick. Close, closer, Aziraphale could feel his release approaching. He puffed hard into Crowley's neck as bliss hovered deliciously out of rage. Oh, Crowley! Aziraphale whimpered. Go on, angel, Crowley whispered. I've got you. Aziraphale shuddered and came hard into Crowley's hand with a low moan. Crowley continued his steady strokes, helping Aziraphale to ride out the ecstasy to the very end. Aziraphale slumped over Crowley's shoulder, temporarily exhausted by a tool. Crowley clicked his fingers and disappeared the white sticky ejaculate, wrapping his arms around Aziraphale and kissing the top of his head softly. The soft kiss prompted Aziraphale to move, waking him from whatever blissful trance he'd been in. Tears prickling at his eyes, Aziraphale looked at Crowley, who was still kneeling in front of him with something like reverence. Aziraphale had been gifted something sacred, and he knew it. Thank you, Aziraphale whispered. Thank you so much. Any time, Angel, Crowley replied hoarsely. Aziraphale cleared his throat. Ahem, I do believe it is your turn for the oil. Crowley raised an eyebrow. No obligation, remember? Aziraphale tutted. Would you cut out your nonsense and get on the bench, please? You are quite spoiling my fun. 
Crowley snorted and sat obediently on the bench. Aziraphale couldn't avoid noticing the bulge in the cloth around Crowley's middle. He took a deep breath to steady himself. As Crowley had done, he poured a little oil into one hand and warmed it with the other. He put hands on Crowley, oh, to touch that flesh, beginning with his calf muscles. Crowley looked down at Aziraphale with tense attention. As Aziraphale spread the oil across Crowley's body, Crowley's brow furrowed and he whimpered softly, as if he were concentrating on keeping still louder moans in. Aziraphale smiled as he realized that Crowley found it harder to mask his own nerves from his current position. He could not put on his usual swagger. Aziraphale was delighted. Relax, dear boy, Aziraphale whispered as he massaged Crowley's shoulders. Crowley pursed his lips and nodded. Aziraphale's fingers explored hungrily, touching pale skin dotted with freckles, counting the constellations, joining the dots. His massage technique wasn't as skilled as Crowley's, he knew, but he touched freely, fingers trailing over skin, hands kneading in. He was persistent and slowly, carefully, Crowley opened up to him, relaxing, becoming pliant under his touch, allowing himself a low moan of pleasure. Aziraphale smiled as he knelt in front of Crowley again, taking the oil and rubbing it into Crowley's thighs, hands moving steadily upward to where Crowley's erection notched at the straining cloth. Crowley bit his lower lip. But Aziraphale did not reach for Crowley's cock or testicles. Instead, he pushed the cloth skirt fully up, revealing all of Crowley. Crowley hissed reflexively. Aziraphale focused on the sight of Crowley's newly revealed cock, hard and pink with need, and he licked his lips hungrily. He leaned down and kissed Crowley's inner thigh, a tender little kiss against the white flesh. Crowley jolted, cock bouncing. Is this all right? Aziraphale asked, mouth still close to Crowley's thigh, hot breath tickling against Crowley's skin. Yes, Crowley hissed. Anything you want. But do you? Do you want it? Aziraphale countered. He had to be sure. Yes, fuck yes, please. Crowley choked out. Aziraphale leaned back down, 
shuffling in between Crowley's knees and began to kiss the inner thigh with relish. He kissed and licked hungrily, tongue sliding over the oiled flesh. Crowley keened and clutched at the bench. Aziraphale moved on to Crowley's testicles, licking them gently, savoring them like he would a delicacy, then taking them into his mouth carefully and taking every pleasure at the feel and the taste. Mouth still wrapped around Crowley's balls, Aziraphale moaned softly. Crowley clutched onto the bench harder. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, yes. Aziraphale slipped the testicles out of his mouth and licked a long, tender line down Crowley's cock, tasting the drop of salty liquid that had bloomed at the very tip. It tasted good, and Aziraphale sighed. He licked his lips. Delicious. Crowley made an incomprehensible noise and clutched harder at the bench, knuckles white with the effort of it. Aziraphale could deny himself no longer. He took Crowley's cock into his mouth. At first he took in just the tip, rolling his tongue around it, exploring it fully. <clears throat> Crowley choked out as Aziraphale continued to lick the tip, swirling his tongue. Tip thoroughly explored, another tiny bead of salty fluid relinquished from its depths to Aziraphale's tongue. Aziraphale swallowed Crowley's erection down and sucked on it hard, moaning as he did so. Crowley cried out wantonly, quickly following the cry with a desperate, Aziraphale, I'm... Aziraphale gripped onto Crowley forcefully, fingers pressing into Crowley's bony hips, stopping him from pulling away, and he sucked all the harder, moaned all the louder. Crowley let out another wild cry as Aziraphale found sweet reward for his efforts. Crowley's cock pulsed in his mouth, filling it with warm, salty liquid. Aziraphale swallowed it down rapturously like it was sweet ambrosia. When Crowley was spent, Aziraphale slipped his softening cock out and licked the last of the precious fluid from the tip. He looked up to see Crowley was staring down at him, looking drunk and disoriented. Aziraphale smiled, knowing that he had managed to pick Crowley apart, to strip away every facade and see into his very soul. Perhaps Felix was right. Perhaps the fullness of Aziraphale's feelings were reciprocated after all. Seeing Crowley in that very moment, Aziraphale could almost believe it.
Fuck, Crowley whispered. That was... His voice trailed off and his brow furrowed as he tried to find the word. Presumably, he never did, for instead he leaned forward and kissed Aziraphale, a kiss that he quickly and hungrily deepened as he tasted his own seed in Aziraphale's mouth. Aziraphale kissed back until Crowley had had his fill. Then, with great care, Aziraphale took a strigil and scraped the oil off of Crowley. Crowley watched him all the while, eyes wide in disbelief. As Aziraphale finished Crowley's body, he sat on the bench and readied to do his own. Don't you dare, Crowley growled, taking the stritchel from Aziraphale's hand and doing the job himself, kneeling before Aziraphale again. Task complete, Crowley returned the stritchel and took Aziraphale's hand in his own. They walked to the tepidarium, the warm room, in comfortable silence and hand in hand. They found it blissfully empty. Crowley slipped his cloth off and helped Aziraphale to do the same. After what they had just done, the nudity felt natural and right. Aziraphale no longer felt the urge to hide or any need to look away. They entered the pool together, Crowley immediately taking Aziraphale into his arms in the warm, embracing waters. They sat for a time in each other's arms, embraced by the warmth, in silent contentment. Aziraphale closed his eyes and sighed as Crowley stroked his back. Warm and tender minutes slipped by. Aziraphale opened his eyes and looked up at Crowley. He smiled, and Crowley smiled right back. Crowley leaned forward and pressed his lips to Aziraphale's. The kisses were slow and tender. With their initial rush of desire satiated, they could kiss softly and slowly, and Aziraphale found that he enjoyed this tender exploration too. As lips brushed tenderly against lips, as tongues gently and gingerly slipped into warm and welcoming mouths, their expertise grew until they were both adept at the art of a passionate kiss. As their skill grew, so did their lust. With each kiss, their desire for each other was stoked, a flame coaxed lovingly back into a roaring fire. Aziraphale pressed up against Crowley, delighted to find that Crowley was just as hard as he was. Arms wrapped tightly around each other, lips locked in passionate kisses, they rocked steadily back and forth, erections brushing up against each other's bodies. 
Aziraphale panted and gasped into Crowley's mouth as he rubbed himself against him. Once again, his desire felt frantic, a desperate and hungry need. Yet he was safe. He was held by Crowley, held lovingly by Crowley. He could indulge his own scandalous needs without fear. And he did. Aziraphale thrust against Crowley's hip wantonly, contained in Crowley's strong embrace, any sense of shame or caution long forgotten. When his orgasm came, Aziraphale moaned loudly, giving voice to the pleasure that rushed through him in sweet waves. Crowley kissed him through it and then took hold of Aziraphale's buttocks with a firm grip, holding him in place. Crowley rubbed himself off against Aziraphale's thighs as Aziraphale counted every freckled star on his shoulder with little kisses and, sometimes, tiny bites until Crowley came with a shout. They kissed again, Crowley still panting hard, long and lazy kisses in the afterglow. As the long kiss ended, Aziraphale nuzzled into Crowley's shoulder. Crowley clicked his fingers and the pool was clean again. He held Aziraphale close, keeping him safe in his arms. Aziraphale sighed. He was more content than he had ever thought he could be. He traced little patterns on Crowley's back with his fingertips and Crowley sighed in pleasure. Angel, Crowley said quietly. You come here every day, huh? Yes, Aziraphale replied still drawing little swirling patterns across Crowley's back. It is good for your health. Crowley bit his lip and nodded. He made a little humming noise and said with deliberate nonchalance, I might have to as well then. You, you aren't going away again then? Aziraphale asked, his voice slipping into a higher register and his stomach twisting into a sudden knot at the thought of Crowley leaving. Crowley shook his head. Nah, Angel. I will have to eventually, of course. I'll get orders. So will you. He paused a beat. But not yet. Aziraphale sighed with relief. Ah, that long-term project, right? How is it going, by the way? Crowley grinned, a wide, candid grin. His golden eyes shone in the dim room. Well, Angel, it's going well. In fact, it's going better than I ever hoped for. Aziraphale smiled and nuzzled in. The End